Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You are listening to the PGX for Pharmacists podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Pharmacogenomics is the study of how genes affect a person's response to drugs. This revolutionary science combines pharmacology and genomics to develop effective, safe medications and doses that will be tailored to a person's genetic makeup. There's no better healthcare provider position to leverage the analytical power of pharmacogenomics to provide more effective medication therapies and outcomes than a clinical pharmacist. And now, here's the host of the PGX for Pharmacists podcast, pharmacist, researcher, and national pharmacogenetics expert, Ken Sternfield. Good afternoon and welcome to PGX for Pharmacists as part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. My name is Ken Sternfeld, and I am your host today. I am very excited to welcome a dear friend uh, and physician who I've known for over 30 years, Dr. Michael Goodman. Uh, Dr. Goodman has been a board-certified physician in internal medicine since 1980, and he's practiced in the American Belmore areas of New York for over 40 years. He has established relationships with many specialists in the community and at leading hospitals in Nassau County, Suffolk County, and New York City, and is also affiliated with South Nassau Community Hospital uh, right here on Long Island. Um, Dr. Goodman practices as a concierge physician, something very interesting that I'm sure our listeners will want to learn more about. He offers personalized care and advanced clinical services to patients, helping them achieve, op- achieve optimum health. He's an internal uh, medicine doctor, knowledgeable in all aspects of adult medicine, cardiology, endocrinology, pulmonary medicine, just to name a few. He's been recognized as a top doctor by Castle Connolly. Uh, his patients enjoy many conveniences not found in most medical offices today. I know that because my wife and I are Dr. Goodman's patients. We know firsthand how concierge healthcare has helped us stay on a path to better outcomes. Welcome to PGX for Pharmacists, Dr. Goodman. Can I call you Michael? 
Yes, thank you, Kenneth, for that very gracious introduction. Well, it's my pleasure. Uh, I've known you for a long time, and um, when people ask me about how RxVIP started, I always say it started at the office of Dr. Michael Goodman. So it's really interesting that you've given us the time now on a Pharmacy Friday, which you and I developed, to talk to our listeners about why a pharmacist can be facilitating patient care within a physician's office. So if you'd be so kind, if you could tell us a little bit about your professional background and the pathway to becoming a concierge physician. Well, Ken, uh, yes, we do integrate uh, Pharmacy Friday now into our practice. It's very helpful. I started out as a, uh, an internist in uh, 1980 in the good old days of uh, primary patient care and uh, not worrying about uh, insurance or payments. And then in the late 1990s, when managed care started to take over, we had an influx of patients and we had a practice up to 3,000 people. And I was seeing uh, 25 to 30 people a day, which became uh, clearly intolerable to both the patients and to myself. So I joined um, MDVIP, a concierge medical practice, which uh, limits our patient roster to under 600 patients and allows me to spend the time with each patient that they need and to help them with their medical problems and now their pharmaceutical problems, thanks to you. And uh, it's a much better system. It's enjoyable to both the patients and to uh, me. That's great because your perspective on the challenges for patients and physicians in healthcare is really very valuable because you're right they're living, breathing the insurance, prior authorization issues, and the fact that reimbursements for physicians, not just pharmacists, are going down and down and down. And we've all kind of become more administrators and computer EMR uh, experts for billing instead of being clinicians, both as a physician and as a pharmacist. Can you touch on some of those challenges that you've experienced personally here in your practice? Well, you've outlined them very well. My practice went from one of thinking about patients' diagnoses and problems to how are they going to get their medications, uh, how are we going to have the time to fill their prior authorizations, how are we going to get reimbursed for the uh, diagnoses and the uh, care that we uh, dispense in the office. So it's become uh, administratively top-heavy, unfortunately, to the detriment of the patient and to the physicians. So when we came to you, when I came to you, out of a sense of need to change my life as a pharmacist, I basically said collaborating with a physician for me as a pharmacist was really the only way I was going to reach those patients because trying to talk to them through drive-through windows and in a high-paced retail environment, just like you had those challenges in your office, became un unbelievably challenging. Yes, it's, uh, it is indeed a challenge. We were spending more time uh, administratively than, than we wanted to do, and especially from the pharmaceutical point of view, we would prescribe one medication, patient would go to their local pharmacy, find out they couldn't have that because of their insurance or whatever reason, they'd come back, we'd fill a second prescription and around and around, it would turn uh, three and four phone calls for every prescription for hydrochlorothiazide or something simple. So uh, I asked you to help me with this particular problem, and that's how we started our uh, mutual endeavor with uh, medicine and pharmacology. 
Well, what's interesting is that we had to find a way to introduce that pharmacist to your practice, and you were so kind and generous to allow me to create the Pharmacy Friday concept. Uh, I was able to come in and meet with patients at your direction of people within your practice who you felt could benefit by having the time to sit with a pharmacist whose only focus really at that point was helping them save money on prescription medication. So I thank you. And actually, the profession of pharmacy thanks you because the Pharmacy Friday RxVIP concierge model has grown uh, over the last several years because it started here. So I wanted to personally thank well, you for your support. You're welcome. And it's very successful. The brown bag, bring in your medication. Uh, review them with the pharmacist who's in the office worked out really well. Patients appreciated it, and it was very helpful to me as well. I remember the first time we talked about doing a patient event, and you cautioned me. You said, you know, I've done events on uh, diabetes, cardiology, uh, uh, heart, you know, all the issues, and, you know, we get a couple of people come in. Maybe they have those diseases and are interested in learning more, or maybe they just don't have anything to do on that day. And you cautioned me not to uh, be disappointed if we didn't get a good response. So we did an event, and we really just focused on what I believe is the chronic disease we all have, is nobody can afford the medications that they are prescribed. So we use that as a resonating point. And uh, if you could tell uh, our listeners, you know, we started with a 10 o'clock at uh, appointment, and then we kind of uh, went from there because the response was excellent. Yes, it was very simple. We invited a number of patients who had a generally more than five or six uh, medications that they were taking, asked them to come in at a specific hour, had a very informal meeting. Uh, I introduced Ken, he introduced his concept of Pharmacy Friday, and uh, it's been very helpful and successful. Well, we're, we're thrilled because it allows us, it allowed me and all the people who you've been generous enough to allow me to bring in to your facility to train and mentor the students and the other pharmacists. Um, you know, you kind of Look at me sometimes as that I'm just uh, uh, have a revolving door of bringing more and more people interested in doing what we do. So outside of taking up parking spaces on snowy days, uh, we've tried to be very accommodating uh, to you and your staff and be here as support people, not to get in your way. Well, it's very helpful and it, it, it's advantageous to me as well because when we come to the dispensing uh, medication aspect of their visits, I can say, uh, you know, we have a professional pharmacist in the next room and he can go over the medications that you need and all the ancillary paperwork that goes with obtaining those medications. Well, we've been very fortunate to see measurable, actionable results from our efforts with you. So uh, the patients uh, seem to like the concept, which if the, if the patients like it, then we're going to give it more and more attention, and that's what we've done. Uh, this show is called PGX for Pharmacists. So the, uh, uh, the founder of the network and the publisher of Pharmacy Podcast Network would kind of uh, call me out if I didn't mention and focus on pharmacogenetics uh, and what your feelings are for the value and future use of pharmacogenetics in prescribing medications. Well, I think it's definitely on the forefront of Medicine in general, and probably uh, dentistry and other uh, health-related care, everybody's using genetics, pharmacogenetics, uh, cancer genetics, uh, disease-focused genetics is the wave of the future to diagnose and uh, to help provide appropriate medications that are not just uh, randomly picked out of a basket, but uh, chosen with some uh, intelligence and some 
knowledge about how they're metabolized and handled by a specific patient. And have you seen through the testing that we did here in the practice, um, ability to reduce that trial and error, for lack of a better word, uh, for the medications that you prescribe? Yes. If I need to pick a new medication, I now go to the pharmacogenetic panel or profile and uh, scroll through the uh, choices that are there and uh, not use the ones that are cautioned or advised not to use and pick the more appropriate medication for the intended purpose. So really, the tests are kind of like a blueprint. I remember you mentioning to me if you uh, bought a refrigerator, wouldn't you want to know what the, uh, what the guide, the, you know, the, the fix-it guide was? So these uh, reports give you kind of the blueprint to that patient for future prescribing because, sadly, people develop disease states down the road. And if we can avoid that trial and error and give them the right drug, the right dose, right from the beginning, that's a measurable impact on patient care. Yes, I use it as a glossary or an index, I guess you'd call it in the back of a book if someone has hypertension and I want to pick out the more appropriate uh, ACE inhibitor, I know where to look and which one to choose. So for patients who sadly are on polypharmacy, which are initially the ones we selected from the practice, have you seen any actionable results from the test results that have made changes to the medication protocols that you were utilizing at that time? Yes, we've taken patients off some, quote, unsafe drugs and uh, put them on more appropriate medications and hopefully have averted any uh, catastrophic problems or uh, potential uh, misuse of uh, medications. So the role of the pharmacist in that reviewing process, you're pretty busy. I stand here a lot and I watch you running around to offer the, the high level of patient care that you deliver. But if a report comes in that's 30 or 35 pages that details three to 400 medications, do you have the time to take that information and look at it from a clinical perspective um, of what you may or may not be doing? Well, we get a summary from uh, you and your and your cohorts, which is, of course, helpful. But if I have to, I uh, do page through those uh, numerous uh, pages of information and make a more clinically correct decision. So one of the things that we do by being here is save some time to produce a single-page report that allows you to kind of see a synopsis of what that patient's genetic uh, profile is relative to the existing medications that they uh, um are being prescribed by you, so yes. we're kind of helping out. Yes, of, of course, for sure. We uh, actually bring the patient in at their next visit or whenever it's appropriate and go over it the, with them and give them that summary, that single page or dual page uh, perspective of what was uh, found out on their full pharmacogenetic profile. Well, what's interesting is when I started here, there were, I wasn't doing pharmacogenetic testing with you. Our relationship started back in 2014 when chronic care management was introduced by CMS for Medicare patients who have two or more chronic diseases. And I came to you and I said, this is a service that really you're doing anyway as a, as a practitioner, but we gave you the opportunity to kind of take part of that off your plate and deliver those services. Um, so when we started, chronic care management was really the reason we wanted to take care of and coordinate care for your patients. Can we talk a little about your perspective of chronic care management for the patients that you have? 
Well, I think it's a great idea. I'm happy now that we can get some reimbursement for this service that we generally did uh, prior. And uh, you call the patients and ask them how their particular problems are, if they're taking their medications appropriately, and it allows us to um, identify any shortcomings in their use of their medications and get the patients back in and address the problems more correctly. And it was really great to allow me personally to interact with your patients because healthcare is about relationships. I learned that by being your patient and you taking the time and making the time to guide me on a path to better health. And now as a pharmacist who was looking for a place to hang his hat for you know the balance of his career and then after he retired, um, the ability to work collaboratively with a physician and a physician like yourself who recognizes the value of a pharmacist has been an extraordinary personal and professional experience. So I, I just need to thank you over and over again for well, I'm glad you appreciate it, and I've told a lot of my colleagues, you know, we chat, and they say, what's new? And I say, hey, I have a, pharmaco- I have a pharmacist who's in my office full-time, and uh, any problems related to that aspect of medicine is now handled in a more professional manner. Yep. And when we started, it was Pharmacy Friday one day a week. Now you're kind of stuck with me maybe more than, than just that, because the more patient care we can deliver and the more lives we can impact, the RxVIP concierge model, which was born here in Belmore at the office of Dr. Michael Goodman, is now impacting um, thousands and thousands and thousands of lives. So um, you are a, uh, a thought leader, not just in concierge medicine, but you have kind of been responsible for for allowing me to forge a pathway that any pharmacist, any PharmD, and more importantly, any student of pharmacy, of pharmacy can learn how to be a care provider. Well, thanks again, and I really do hope that this model of integrating pharmacology and medicine uh, gets propagated to other, to the healthcare system in general, because it's necessary now. Well, certainly with the changes in the landscape, you know, through change comes opportunity. So all the listeners out there who are thinking about the challenges they have in retail pharmacy, and that's kind of the norm. There's nothing wrong with being a retail pharmacist. I was a retail pharmacy. There's a need to dispense the medication, but to dispense care, compassion, and empathy to patients in a medical environment that just is built for that has allowed pharmacists to uh, truly become care providers. So uh, we believe it's an important part of the healthcare system and uh, uh, mentoring the next generation of pharmacies on how to become concierge pharmacists is something that goes on every day at the office of Dr. Michael Goodman. Thank you, Ken. Well, we thank you. Um, We want to tell our listeners that um, this is the first of a series of um, ongoing Ask Your Doctor about pharmacogenetic testing initiatives. As a company, we believe that part of our goal as pharmacists is to raise awareness with physicians uh, like like Dr. Goodman and others about the value of incorporating pharmacogenetic uh, testing into their practice. So as we move forward, RxVIP will be offering every pharmacist, PharmD and student of pharmacy, the opportunity to create their own collaborative practice agreements with physicians all over the country and in their neighborhoods so that they can deliver patient-centric care, just like we're doing here in Belmore and the other practices that we've developed over the, uh, uh, the last several years. I want to thank Dr. Goodman, 
and, uh, and his entire staff who have been extremely supportive of our initiatives for allowing us to create a power, paradigm shift for the way pharmacists can practice their profession. Thank you, Dr. Goodman. You are welcome. Thank you. And that concludes today's pharmacy podcast, PGX for Pharmacists. We are changing the DNA of the pharmacy profession, one patient at a time. And we say thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day.